Welcome to Arbitrary and Capricious, the official podcast of the C. Boyden Gray Center for the Study of the Administrative State. I'm Adam White, the Gray Center's Director. You found this podcast, and you probably know at least a little bit about our work. For those of you who are new around here, let me explain a little bit about who we are, what we do, and why we do it. The Gray Center is a program of the George Mason University's Antonin Scalia Law School. It was founded in 2015 to be a home for debate and scholarship on the modern administrative state. Some old questions, as old as the Constitution itself, and a lot of new questions about the nature of the modern administrative state and its place in our constitutional government. When the center was founded in 2015 by the law school's Dean Henry Butler and professor, now judge, Naomi Rao, the idea was that fundamental questions were being raised about the modern administrative state in lots of ways and in a lot of places. We could see it in judicial opinions, of course, and in congressional debates, and in the White House and the agencies themselves, and in law schools and policy journals, and newspaper editorial pages, and on and on. With these debates becoming more and more central to the work of Congress, the courts, and the executive branch, Dean Butler and Professor Rao thought there needed to be an academic home for these debates inside the Beltway at George Mason University's Scalia Law School. Okay, so we're not actually in Washington. We're across the river in Arlington, Virginia. But like the bridges that cross the Potomac River from Virginia to Washington, I like to think of the Gray Center as a bridge of sorts, a bridge between the world of policy and politics, and the world of ideas and scholarship. As it happens, the center is now named after someone who knows both of those worlds very well. In 2018, we renamed the center in honor of C. Boyden Gray, former U.S. ambassador to the European Union, former White House counsel, and a man very experienced in the workings of government and in the scholarship surrounding the administrative state. At the beginning of President Reagan's first term in 1981, Uh, Ambassador Gray played a central role in creating the modern White House framework for regulatory review, now known as OIRA, the Office of Information Regulatory Affairs. He's a litigator, a teacher, and a scholar, and we're proud to have his name on the center's work. So what is the Gray Center's work? First and foremost, we help to support scholarly research and connect that research to policy. Each year, we host a number of research roundtables where scholars from around the country present new research for private debate and discussion. The authors and their papers at those roundtables reflect all sides of today's, de- today's debates, and so do the, pe- the views of the people who come to debate those papers. Our goal in all of this is to help scholars write their best possible papers on some of the most important issues of our time and debate them. And then, months later, the scholars come back for public conferences in Washington or in Arlington or elsewhere, where their papers serve as a jumping-off point for broader discussions with other scholars and policymakers, practitioners, sometimes even judges. In just four years, we've already helped to incubate more than 100 excellent papers, which go on to be published in law reviews, political science journals, and other publications, where we hope they'll inform and elevate today's debates. Those research roundtables and public policy conferences are the core of what we do at the Gray Center, but we do a lot of other things too. The Gray Center hosts a variety of other conferences on topics ranging from repairing Congress to improving the administration of veterans' benefits to modernizing the federal civil service, and on and on. We've even had an event on the architecture of bureaucracy. We meant it literally, not the the legal structure of bureaucracy, but why do modern administrative buildings tend to look the way they do, not the way they used to look? What does that tell us about administration today? 
We do a lot with students, too. At the Scalia Law School, we invite a variety of guest speakers to talk with students about careers and current issues and regulation. And a lot of students work with us as the Gray Center's Fellows. I actually named the program the Alexander Hamilton Fellows because, well, who better to inspire the study of both the Constitution and public administration than the author of The Federalist, and the key architect of President Washington's administration. You can learn all about our work at our website, which is administrativestate.gmu.edu. You can find the papers we've supported, the conferences we're planning, and videos from all our previous events on that website. So what's the point of this podcast? First and foremost, the podcast will bring you the audio of all of our public events, so you can hear from the scholars and practitioners and policymakers, even if you're not able to attend in person. But second, more importantly, this podcast will give us a chance to expand the conversation, to bring you more discussions and interviews, debates, with some of the nation's leading thinkers on the modern administrative state and the constitutional principles that underlie it. And that brings me to another important point. When I use the term the administrative state, you might wonder, what do I mean? It means a couple of things. First and most obviously, the administrative state is just the sum total of federal agencies that administer federal laws. If you're in downtown D.C. and you look out the window, you're looking at the administrative state. But second, the administrative state describes a kind of government where law and policy are made primarily by administrative agencies. I think that's fair to say that's the government we have today, in an era when most new laws come not from Congress, but from agencies administering old laws, making regulations and policies pursuant to the statutes that Congress passed years or decades earlier, often on issues that could never have been imagined by the Congress that passed those statutes in the first place. You might think that's a good thing or a bad thing, but either way, the Gray Center's mission is to help scholars and practitioners policymakers to analyze those issues and debate them. We hope that you'll benefit from our work, and if you'll support our work, we'll appreciate that too. Okay, let me answer one last question. What's with the podcast's title, Arbitrary and Capricious? The lawyers in the room will probably pick up the reference right away. The words arbitrary and capricious come from the Administrative Procedure Act, the basic rules for the road for administrative agencies. The APA directs courts to overturn agency action that is, among other things, arbitrary or capricious. Our podcast won't be arbitrary and capricious, but sometimes agencies are. That's one of the reasons why we'll have so much to discuss here. So if you want to hear more episodes of this podcast, including the audio from the Gray Center's events, then please subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you tend to get your podcasts. And keep an eye on the Gray Center's website, administrativestate.gmu.edu. If you're listening to the podcast, leave a review. Whatever you do, let us know what you think. That's all for now. My colleagues and I will be back again soon. And in the meantime, thanks for listening.